We have a hot mic. Good. No, that was geeking me out. Hey. <laughs> yeah. right. I was like, I don't I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I'm gonna give it my best. <laughs> You're like, like, okay, let's just let's just go. I've oh, I've been struggling for words myself uh during the day. I don't I don't know what it is. Um I guess we only have so much uh brain capacity or energy. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. But I, I w- think it's uh, it's funny, like you say that, and I'm sure probably like like knowing you well enough, I wouldn't notice that. Like you you know what I mean? Like I'm like, okay, yeah, like, he goes through ebbs and flows. Like you're in your head going, Oh, I'm talking less today, I'm stumbling over words. Probably nobody noticed it. But That's- I know like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's a great point because I I'm super critical of myself, which you know, and I've gotten way better. Like, there's strengths to that, and then sometimes it's like you got to take a chill pill. But when I go back and listen every now and then, I don't listen to all of our uh, episodes um, in full detail. But it's like, oh, okay, actually, I didn't sound that bad. But in the moment, it's like, oh crap, did I really stumble that bad? And then you yeah. hear it again. And it's like, ah, eh, it's not that big of a deal. And nine out of ten times, no one's gonna really even care. So. Well, if you think about that, that whole, like, that's crazy how our brains work, right? Right. Like, literally, like, you could be in the middle of a conversation, and, like, in the middle of this thought, you've got this other thought that creeps in that's, like, like how, you know what I mean? Like, our brain is so complex. Totally. I will say. Like, we convince ourselves in the moment that we're saying something <laughs> in a stupid way, but while saying it, and we'll also think about what we have to do later that night. Dude, that's you're right. That's so wild. Like our our brain has what do they say? Four different parts, I guess. That's yeah. simplifying it. And I guess one part of the brain is like watching out for things. And I guess that's like the anxiety that creeps in as you're talking. It's like just chill. It's all right. I will say though, I think I might have found the fountain of youth. I think I've stumbled upon it. What is it? I have. Okay. I'm so happy about that. you're just like shut up dude what what do you have to say guys listeners if you're not watching this hayden probably had the biggest smile he's ever had in his life (laughs) when he said that dude i've just i've been feeling euphoric over the past couple of days maybe it's a placebo effect but i've been following this guy for a little while now um i actually first found him I, i don't know exactly how but I ended up buying one of his books. That's not true. I rented, leased. <laughs> I borrowed a book from the library. See, there we go. I was like trying to struggle for the yeah, word there. Like yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But I'm like, which one should well, I go you with? From the bookstore, but you borrow from the library. Yeah, exactly. So I got the book from the library. His name's Dave Osprey. I guess I'm spilling all the beans here. And this guy just loves biohacking and preserving his health energy. He's done a lot of stuff, not everything I quite agree with, but it's very fascinating to at least hear some of his takes on things. And I've stumbled upon some of his stuff that he's been promoting and he's been doing this for a while now. So it's not like this is a fad or at least I don't think it is. And when I say a while, probably 10, 20 years, every bit. Now, some things are probably a little bit newer than others, but there's this, I don't know if I'd call it, I'll call it a supplement. It's called carbon 60 plus. Um, and I'm not going to go in and act like I know everything about it, but it's just fascinating the way that the body, I guess, uh, reacts or handles that. Um, 
and I guess it's been providing me with additional energy and clarity, um, as well as motivation. So I've been taking about um, one teaspoon of that every day. Uh, I've been mixing it in with either my water or my green tea that I've been drinking pretty regularly in the morning, hot tea. Um, and it's been doing me wonders. So I've only been doing this for about four days or so, and I've already started to see a pretty big impact in just my mood and my behavior, um, which I think you've kind of been able to maybe tell, maybe not. Um, well, I mean, I've been out of town. I can tell you that big smile on your face. Tell me something's <laughs> different. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I haven't, we haven't interacted as much the past, obviously probably, I mean, the past four days. Sure. Like, Cause I left Sunday. Yeah. No, it, it's hard to freaking read body so language. Take your word for it. If you're feeling, <laughs> if you're feeling like you're in the, on the, we're going off the mountain. I'm right there with you. Bro. So folks, this is what I have to take to just compete with Cole or come up to his level. Cause he's always just on a natural high and performing at a, an elite level. So I need to step my game up and I need to use some supplements. That's what I'm basically highlighting. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you can do to optimize. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe you're just slap happy because again, you've probably had another 12 plus hour day and you're, you're grinding. So really appreciate it. But no, I'll check back in in a couple of weeks and let you know how it's going. But I've been using that and I've also been using, this has only been like a day or two now. Um, I think it's called MCT oil, but again, it's supposed to help power your brain and optimize it a little bit better. Again, those are yeah you do you've tried that yeah do you do it like daily or how often oh you've tried it in the past gotcha yeah yeah i mean i i just i've tried that and a few other things yeah i get i have to uh, you know what i'm gonna have to do for you hayden what's that i have to go back i used to document i was like i don't know probably from a time i was 16 15 16 up until probably 23. Yeah. I was as like where you're at now with your obsession with like health food, like food and stuff. That's where I was at. Right. You're like, like that. bro, I've been there, done that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like, I'll have to go back and find like, I was so obsessive. Yeah. I mean, you lose a lot of that stuff and you're not practicing yet. Like, right. Like anything. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that stuff up. I'm getting better at it, but I used to be like, I used to, I had that phase where I was, re, I had researched everything too, like you're doing. Totally. And I'm sure like, if I were to get back into that, if I had the time of one of the folks, my attention, I'm sure like you, like it's probably wild how much more research and stuff's out there. Yeah. Right. Even like 12 months, man, stuff changes and a lot can be uncovered. But, uh, think about, think about what can, they can do for like, us as like y'all, they call nutrient like supplements, vitamins. We can we can come up with a vaccine that okay, it's gonna be debated whether it worked or didn't work. But we come up with a vaccine for a pandemic, mm-hmm. and what six six months, something like that. Yeah, think about what we can do for like improving the human body in general. Yeah, I would say that food. Like what's out there that they haven't released is what I want to know. Yeah, I mean that's a. That's a hot topic, but I, I'd say that food can make just a huge impact in your your life in so many different ways. And 
each person's different. We've talked about it on a few episodes in the past, but it's just amazing. Um, some of it's trial and error. Each person's different, but I totally implore folks that are wanting to improve their lives um, to be a little bit more serious in terms of what they're putting into their body. As you mentioned, it, it is somewhat of, I don't know if I'd say it's a chore, but you got to be a little bit diligent uh, and make sure you're carving out time or it's like anything. If you're not putting in any effort, you're probably not going to see the results that you want. So anyhow, I like, yeah, I think I like that. Uh, one analogy uh, Angela had, like she's like, make it easy on yourself. Yeah. Like make it as easy on yourself as possible to fit your like lifestyle. Totally. And one way that like, I like the- go ahead. Go Sorry. Ahead. No, no, we we, we, we got a lag going on over here, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably what I sound like, or at least that's what my brain's telling me. I'm like, am I stuttering? Nah. But the way that I've been looking at things over the past uh, six to nine months in terms of how I'm eating meals is I look at it as like a, for, eh, not a formula, but um a percentage. So let's say that I'm eating roughly, we'll just do simple math, three meals a day, which is probably a little bit higher than that. I would include snacks. So let's say five. So five times seven, that's 35 meals. And if I'm able to eat, let's say 30 good meals, which again, what's your definition of good? We're not going to get into that right now. But again, the point being like, that's how I take that balanced approach. Like not every single meal is going to be quote unquote healthy or perfect, but as long as, you know, you're staying focused on the majority of your meals being good for you and how you define what is good for you, that's up to each person. I think that's going to go a long way. And that's where you don't have to be perfect and, you know, stressing yourself out and making sure that you're eating perfect every single time. But it does make a pretty big impact in your life when, I'd say at least 70% of the time you're consuming good food that's beneficial to your health, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would say even to add to that, because I think I like that, uh, Hayden. But I think that even to add to that, you know, you think about like just in general, how easy it is to like fall into the trap of like fad diets and fad this and fad that. Right. So I think the biggest thing like you pointed out is just like to reiterate like that percentage thing, like that's, that's pretty neat. That's a pretty good way of, to look at it. Cause like, yeah, if you're in that, if you're eating relatively healthy and I mean, on the healthier side of things for 70 to 75% of your meals, staying within that, then like do that 25%, but it also depends on your goals too. Like, I mean, exactly. Like if you're trying to lose, if you're trying to lose weight, you know, you gotta be better than that 75, 75% eh. and you're going to also probably have to restrict some certain stuff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as we, say every darn episode it's relative i like the percentage approach yeah i think that can also be applied to just other things in your life whether that's you know good days and bad days you know putting things into perspective not every single day is going to be a good day and i think we as a society always think that every day needs to be the best day ever and you could argue that that should be your mindset and look that's great but the reality is there's going to be tough times in life Um, and you have to understand that there are certain emotions that come along, um, throughout, let's say a day, a month, and they're just temporary at the end of the day, no matter how good or how bad, like where I try to stay is even keeled as best as I can. Because again, it's like the stock market, you know, things fluctuate over time, but as long as you can kind of stay 
in the you know sweet spot, you'll be all right. Again, that's my philosophy. You might have a completely different philosophy, but again, I think it's that whole percentage-based mindset that can be applied to anything really in life, not just food. Well, you know what I was going to say? Well, I was thinking, so the, like the, 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 the interesting thing that I want to, I, I kind of like climb on to is that is like, I always think about each and every day and like, you try to look at as a, as a combination of days, like when you're told to look, don't, you can look, you want to focus on the day you're in. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you got to look at a holistic approach. Right. right. So like, Sometimes you get so stuck in that day. Yeah. Like, I've been there before, even recently, where you're like, this this Monday went like super well, right? Right. I just I had I was on point. I woke up feeling energized. And like everything, it was like the stars aligned. And then you wake up on Tuesday, you're late waking up, you got a headache, you forget to make coffee, like all, all this stuff lines up, and you're like, you're you you just struggle through the day. <laughs> and I used to get this. And this is something I hate, like for me, dude, that's like been su- it's been tough. But I used to get that cycle of like wishing like, oh man, I just wish I'd go back to yesterday. It was such a good day. I got, and now I'm in that cycle of like, man, I just can't wait to get through this damn day. Like, <laughs> let me just like I know tomorrow is gonna be better. Sure. So it's just like, how do I get through it? I'm not looking back and going, I, I've switched that mindset from I'm not looking back to see miss what I have and going, how can I just get into that next great day? And I think for like, you know, one of the things that I'm super passionate about is, is that, and like for our listeners and, and people that I influence in life, I like, I've kind of, I'm always worried about like, how are they going to react to something? Cause I want, like, it's always about, it's always how you, how you react to, to bad things or bad situations. And I've always like tried to influence people I know and, motivate people to like keep moving forward if you if you fall forward you might you, you could probably catch yourself if you fall backwards man you're hitting the ground hard mm-hmm. that's the kind of the, the way i, I want to look at it so i just uh i i would encourage everybody that's that's having a bad day or anything is like just look towards the next one don't don't worry about the one behind you totally i, I like that a lot yeah i mean to put things in perspective when you're on your deathbed, are you really gonna remember that bad moment that you had? You know, when someone might have yelled at you in the office or whatever the heck it might be. That's the first thing that came to mind. Like, who really cares in the grand scheme of things? And again, it's like trying to see the forest from the trees. You got to put things in perspective. And it's a lot easier said than done at times. And as I mentioned a couple minutes back, no matter what type of emotion you're feeling, because we are emotional human beings, it's temporary. No matter how bad, how good, it doesn't last forever. It's just life. Yeah, well, that's the beautiful thing about life. But yeah. I think, uh, dude, it was a deep conversation. You know, I didn't know I was going to get deep tonight. Dude, Man. we always go deep. What are you yeah, talking I'm about? Thinking, <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, you think about, and by the way, we want to thank anyone who's tuned into this episode. Um, Hayden, got Cole on the line, as always. Welcome back to another episode. I think we're on episode 40 here. Cole corrected me last time saying, yo, we didn't do an intro, so I'm calling him out this time. You just remembered that. 
<laughs> no, I didn't just remember it. I was waiting for a good time. Come on now. You inter- you interrupted me. I was getting really deep. I was thinking the uh I don't know. I'll come back to like I even even when I got when I got in yes last night, I I I did something I haven't done in a while, which I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this all together for you. But I got in and I literally like I met some some of these temp workers that work with are working with us here, like on the on the project. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me their stories and so I mean some people have just had like really, really tough lives yep you know i mean like he just puts it in perspective like and they they were positive and like i mean i i'm not gonna name names but there's three of three people i'm working with and they're they're temp labor and they've had just backgrounds i mean one of them's two of them been to jail and are, are just being rehabilitated and you know one of them's got five she's got five children and she's just trying to find work and like this it's it just reminded me not only like like just look back, look at what I've already got. Right. And you know, it's all wanting things and wanting and, and and striving for things is so important. But like also being grateful for where you're at right now. And it's like, and the thing is, is like there there are always people that might not have be as fortunate, and there might always be people that are more fortunate. But it's like being so grateful for that. I just I got so I, what I'm saying. I got home and I lit. Like I got back to my room, I showered, and I'm like, I really want to just thank God mm-hmm. for this. Like for this. Like I, I, I can't remember the last time I like went and got on my hands and knees and prayed like that, like in that. And I was like, I just thank you for the opportunity. I'm like, I'm, I'm around people that I would not typically get the opportunity to be around, mm-hmm. right? In a setting that we're able to talk and interact. And, I mean, I mean, just in general, like I got, I, I got, I get to come up here and, and do work that I don't, I don't do. Right. And, and, and kind of get in the mind of people that do this for a living and why, maybe why they're so grumpy or not grumpy or excited or not excited. Right. You know, I've learned one thing, operations, people don't want to hear about how the sales guy is going to sell more stuff. Cause they're like, that's just more work for me. Um, but no, I, I think it just, you maybe think that like this life we've got is so beautiful totally and and it's a it's a collection of times and people and moments so if you look at it if you if you try to go i'm having a bad day or a bad week or bad month like look at your life collectively Mm -hmm. you know like how many other times have you had a bad day or week or month and then had a great six months right four or five months you know so It's just a storm that's temporary. It blows through. And I love what you just had to share there with, you know, that powerful moment with thanking God and just the power of gratitude is amazing. That's something that I've tried to be more mindful of over the past couple of years. I'm not perfect myself. I think each and every person battles, you know, their own problems in life and we don't need to get into the specifics here you know i've had some periods of time where it hasn't always been easy and i don't want cole and myself to come off as like virtue signaling because it's a lot it's easy to celebrate your wins when life is going fine but how do you react when things aren't going your way like that's who you are at the end of the day like that that's your character um 
Because anyone can get out there and say, oh, I'm crushing it because everything's going my way. Well, what about the times in your life when things might not be going your way or they're just challenging? Like that's part of life and you got to figure stuff out. And that's going to be different for each and every person what it is. But going back to the gratitude thing, like I, every morning or almost every morning, I should say, I try to just thank God as well for the opportunity to get up and, you know, do what I need to do, um, in my life. So I I think that's definitely helped me, um, become a better person. Again, I'm always working on that, um, because it's so easy to get caught up in, well, I want that next promotion or I want the bigger house, the car. I mean, it's cliche, but that that's how we're wired as human beings. But if you can try to incorporate more gratitude in your life, I mean, it's only going to compound and make you a better person. Well, I like totally think, I, I think, and that's like the, it's not like a, a negative to want stuff, but it's just like, and it's like, it, that's like part of like striving, like, you know, like that's kind of like what, yeah, I don't know. I would say like striving for that stuff can motivate a lot of people. I mean, you know, things aren't supposed to motivate us, but Hey, you know what? We're human beings and things do like, it's good to be motivated about stuff. Exactly. But, but I think, you know, it's so I, I, when we were, when I was saying, what I thought you were saying, it's just like, it's lo- looking at like, okay, like the, I'm blessed to have what I've got to work with now. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've got, this is my foundation that I've built, right? Whatever like path, whatever that might be, right? Whether it's, you know, the X, Y, or Z, if you get, you can look and say, this is, this is what I, this is where I put myself. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not a great spot, yep. but it, then, then it's taking ownership. Like, this is where I got myself. How can I get better? So I don't know. I like that. I digress. O- ownership. You know, you are the person that's in charge of the decisions and the attitude um, that you want to have in life. Um, so yeah, just recognizing that is extremely important. Um, yeah, I, I, I like all of that. I lost my train of thought, but how about, how about, how about this? This is one that I've, again, had direct, I mean, we've talked about this before, Hayden, but what about that, that we all get in this trap is we, we can, I, I don't know a human being that doesn't expect, like want to hear, like, expect to hear something a certain way, and like get upset when they don't get the response they wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've all gone through that in life. So what about like the the thought of like you know you're worrying so much about what you want to hear that like when you don't hear that you're you know what I mean like what about that struggle? Because I've I feel like I've struggled with that like I used to struggle with that a lot. It's like you'd say something and you're expecting a certain response. And you, and you read it a different way. You know what I mean? I think well, I'm processing what you're saying there. You're asking, like, how do you handle those situations where you're expecting a certain response or a certain answer, but it doesn't quite come across the way that you wanted to hear things? And, like, how do you yeah. deal with those types of situations? I just, that- no, I just feel like I've, done, I've had that. Like, I've experienced that a lot. Like, oh, I yeah, every single person does. Like it's you know called I mean? telling people the hard truth sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's an art to it as well when, you know, sometimes it's not always what you say, but how you say it. Um, so you got to frame it or tee it up the right way at times. But yeah, there's going to be times where 
people are going to tell you how it is. And more times than not, it's probably good. Like you got to be self-aware. Like I'll use a recent example for me, like my parents, the way that they've raised us is their parents first, friends second. And I would say that they're, I don't even know if I'd say they're friends, like they're parents. That's just how they were raised and that's their philosophy. And I really like that too. They are my parents. They're not my friends. So they're always trying to do what they think is in the best interest for me to grow as a person, whether I like that or not. So where I'm going with this is I made a a post or like a little article online and my parents kind of checked me saying like, hey, like, yeah, maybe in the moment that felt like the right thing to post, but like, what about a couple of years from now? Like there could be ramifications. And again, that's where it's very nuanced and you could overthink it. But again, they were kind of looking out for me telling me like, Hey, I don't know about that. Maybe you should either change some of the wording or maybe you should take that down. And again, that's just an example recently where my parents are kind of giving me that feedback, even though I didn't really want to hear it. I, I remember my mom calling me and I told her like, look, I'm not here to argue. I appreciate your feedback, but like I'm set in my ways. I'm going to keep that out there. But after about 30 minutes to an hour, I really started to fully process that. And I'm like, you know what? She's probably right. I'm going to take that down and it's probably going to benefit me in the long run. So that's again, just a real fresh example in my mind um, with hearing things that you don't always want to hear, but it's probably in your best interest. What did you post? I'm I'm not going to share what I posted. It's not, no, it's really, it's really not that. um, You knew I was going to ask that. Well, I know I'll share with you offline and it's, it's not that big of a deal, but uh, again, perception can be reality. Um, People can interpret things a million different ways, which is fascinating too. Like I've learned that, um, a lot recently, uh, just being in a meeting, you know, Cole could hear something different than how I could interpret and coming back together to debrief. It's always interesting to hear the different vantage points from people. And it's like, no, I didn't quite hear it that way. And that's why it's good to debrief, um, from very large meetings to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Again, I love to over-communicate and share the same information um, more than just once just so people are fully recognizing like, hey, this is what we aligned upon because certain people can take information and run with it a different way. So anyhow, I'll share with you what I posted offline. I'm not going to discuss here. (laughs) I just wanted to know, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know you did. Just like uh, everyone else probably wants to. No, it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, I I thought of my uh, my train of thought earlier around it's all right to want to strive for more um, in life and you can be grateful too. And I think we've talked about this before. Like it's not mutually exclusive where it's like, okay, well, I'm grateful for what I have. I can't seek more. Well, no, that's not true. You can be grateful for everything that's going on in your life, but you can also work towards being a better person and wanting more and wanting more can be defined as a million different things. Again, it's up to you in terms of what your desires or what your needs might be in life. So I wanted to add that as well when we were talking about that. And again, another thing is like our minds jump from, at least I'll speak for myself, but I think a lot of people are probably this way. 
we don't always focus on the present. Our mind jumps from, you know, the past to the future. And you kind of were describing it with your philosophy of, well, yesterday was such a great day. Like I'm having a tough day. Like you, you look back on those experiences at times and sometimes you're not living in the present moment or there's those instances where you're like, man, I wish I had whatever it might be. And if I get to that point in the future, my life's going to be so much better. Yeah, maybe sometimes that's the case, but a lot of times that's not really the reality. Like we crave materialistic things, unfortunately. Um, and there are things that aren't going to provide us, you know, that purpose or that meaning in life. The real purpose and meaning in life, I think, is wanting to better yourself. And that can be described as just learning new hobbies, uh, improving your character, helping other people out and not expecting anything in return, things like that. So I wanted to sprinkle that in as well. You're like, where are you going with this? <laughs> See, Cole is tired because he normally is so quick to jump in and, and share something and it sounds like i'm calling him out and I'm, I'm not trying to but i just know that he's been burning both ends of the candle and i really appreciate him putting in the time here but usually he's you know quick to say something and i think he's definitely a little tired here <laughs> that's like the first time this whole episode that i haven't said something i know i know and you did you call me out on it hey man that's just guys, how we roll honestly, around here I'm just saying, that's just mean. Seriously. <laughs> We're going to have to like, duke it out there's offline. A guy, there's, a, there's a dude that, I, that I'm working with that goes, he always goes, seriously. <laughs> you know, I got a punching bag, so uh, I've been working on my boxing. We'll have to duke it out offline. Sir, dude, he says, seriously. Seriously. Everything. Huh? He'd be like, hey, can you hand me a hammer? Seriously. <laughs> hey. He's keeping it fresh, yeah, man. No. No, he's been giving me a hard time. He's been throwing some, throwing some uh, haymakers at me. <laughs> uh, little old me. It's all in good know, fun. Up here sweating. No, uh, everything happened to you were saying was spot on. Yeah. I Dude. think the, um, the being present thing is always a... It's something that we all deal with and we'll struggle with, well, it's I think. Just such a, it's just such a... Our brains are like not wired to be present. Correct. Even though we're supposed to be present. Yeah. You think about like that. I'm obsessed with the human brain tonight. That's like where my head's at. Like thinking about like how we're wired. Yeah. Why we're wired the way we are. And like why do we do the things we do? And how much of our personality do we get? Like this is where my head's at. Like think about this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in a total ADHD, ADD thing here. But like we're literally all built to have a certain type of level of like attention deficit disorder. Sure. And especially because we've got all this stuff going around. Like stimuli. The family unit. What? Like all the stimuli, st stimulating yeah. things. Yeah. Right. Go yeah. ahead. And so like, I guess I, I guess like there's two there's that thought and there's also this thought I have tonight of like how much of our personalities do we get from our mom versus our dad and like how is that like determined? Yeah. I mean. There's a lot to technology. No, it's I like, just... there's so much to unpack there, by the way. Like, first off, I wish that I took more psychology classes back in school. I mean, it's not too late. I still read articles now and then. I'm not going to act like I'm a big researcher related to psychology, but it is fascinating. We know a lot about humans, but there's 
so much. I mean, so much that we don't know. Um, and going back to your question around like, what do we get from our mom versus our dad? Like that's, that's super interesting to think about. I don't know if there's one right answer as well. And I would also jump in and say that there are certain things that you can learn over time and it doesn't necessarily come innately. Like I'm a true believer in that. Like you might be born a certain way and people are like, Oh, well he was born a natural leader. Yeah, a little bit, but I think there is so much more to learning and growing as a human being. And again, it all starts with your mindset. Totally, totally. But I, I mean, like I was just thinking of like the very, but like the root core of our, I, I, mean, I think there's always there's a core in everybody. Like how much, how was that diced up? Sure. Like, like even like the, the part, part, part about like, how is it, like, how is our, like the way our brains handle emotions? Like, you know, like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. or like a lot of the times, like doctors will say they're hereditary. They can be hereditary. Right. Like that sort of thing. Like what, like what determines where, which kid gets that one doesn't. I'm going to say, and this might be controversial, some depression or emotions, feelings, some of that can be cured or fixed to some degree. I'm, I'm being careful here. Treated. <laughs> sure, right, treated by not only the food you consume, but like what you're doing in a given day. Um, how much sunlight you're getting. And I think more and more people are starting to awaken to that. Um, and we've talked about this on an episode or two around nutrition, but processed sugar like or added sugar, food like that medicine. stuff is not good. Yeah, food is medicine. Like there are certain things that if you continue to do that, like that might have a negative effect on your body, whether you yeah, truly think, know that it or not. Dude, think. Yeah, I mean, even like, even like exercise, like mm-hmm. literally, like people that exercise are less sad than people that I mean, than people that don't exercise. That's that's it's a fact. That's because like, your brain, but also your brain's like releasing the chemicals that are making you happy. Yeah, because you're getting exercise and your body's working. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things. Like, I don't think that was controversial to say. I think some of it can be treated because yeah, like you know, if if you're not getting enough exercise, get some more exercise. If you're you know, I don't know. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, I think I my, Haiti, I got Haiti pops back on that one. <laughs> I think my serotonin is uh, pumping at an all time high right now because of that carbon 60 plus that I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> plug in there. Okay. I am. Okay. I'm putting another plug in for that. Maybe we'll get sponsored. Well, I think mine's at an all time high because of my Gordon food service store, purified water. Hey, no. that's not Kroger water. Hey, eh? sponsor. What? It's not Kroger water, so it can't be good. Sponsor. <laughs> no. I didn't even know this was a Gordon Food Service bottle until I looked at it. They must start, yeah. They've got it. They've got dude, they got the good stuff at my hotel. <laughs> hey, you're getting hooked up, man. Absolutely. One other random kind of thought that I have here as I keep opening up my my phone. And well, actually, as I mentioned that, do you have that problem? Maybe it's just me, and I think other people do. Like I would say that I am addicted to my phone, unfortunately, but I recognize that like I pull out my phone and just like look at it for a split second. It's like, why am I doing this? Do you have that problem? Or maybe you don't battle that. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. This is an adult pacifier. (laughs) 
you literally go you'll you like open it yeah and go to the same four apps right but like not even you're just like like, like I open Instagram and like scroll up and not even look at anything and like close it. Yeah. Then I'll open it like three minutes later. Yeah. It's like, what am I looking at? Am I expecting God to pop out and like tell me like everything that I need to know or something? But related to this is I've been moving my apps around on my phone. I mean, it's kind of annoying at first, but I think it's kind of good for the brain to adapt to finding things in different locations instead of having the same thing all the time. That makes sense. I'm sure there's some science or studies out there on whether or not that like really does anything. And again, I saw this on like a TikTok or something where there's promoting like move your apps around from time to time. I don't know if you've seen anything like that or ever heard of that. Just a random no, thought. I mean, I would say like, I mean, what I really need to do is move my apps off of my phone completely. And go back to, like, one of those Vodafones. Dude, I've got like 30 minutes. Of- totally thought of that as well. Yeah. And I've deleted apps too, but it still doesn't, it, it doesn't curb me as much as I thought it would. I mean, it helps, but like Instagram, Facebook, like you can still get on the it's mobile like drug, web version. It's, it's it, yeah. Like, it's like we're drug addicts. They've created like, those on purpose to be addicting so you go back and use those services yeah, or those apps. products i think about you're like i've deleted like social media apps I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn the loops on my phone and then within two weeks i've got it back like right you know what i mean because i'm like okay i didn't really mean it like i still want to use it and it's 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 like dude it's like a, it's like a drug it's i mean it is a drug it's it's chemically altering our brain yep because we're getting dopamine because of the instant gratification from the videos and stuff mm-hmm. so it actually technically like it, it, it's a drug yeah no it's a, that's a fact totally and ways that i've been trying to cope with that as you say like we're all about this instant gratification type of culture is i'm taking on projects whether those are house projects or projects at work and i'll get to pick as much with my work projects, but things that are going to take time that don't happen overnight or even fitness goals. And it is super rewarding when you know that like you have to begin a journey and it's going to be tough at times. And it's not something where you get the answer, the results that you want immediately. And that just makes life a little bit sweeter, a little bit better for me. So I try to offset those instances where it's like, I want it now, 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 which could be buying something on Amazon and I get it shipped to me the same day or the next day. Like that's another good example or yeah, scrolling Instagram and just seeing, you know, whatever it is that I want and getting that dopamine rush. But I try to counter that by doing other things in life that I know, again, that I'm not going to see the results or get that rush of dopamine right away. If that makes sense. You know, it's funny. It does. Yeah. I would love for everything to be like instant gratification. I've just learned the hard way that like things just don't, the big things don't happen fast. You know what I mean? Like I'd love, like, I, it's funny. I just, just think about like, I'm not like, I, of course, like easy things make, like make me happy. My, my getting me to be like satisfied. Like, that's weird. Getting me satisfied. No, uh, <laughs> but like, like satisfying my enthusiasm, I guess. Like I'm, I'm pretty enthusiastic, pretty happy. But dude, I've like, at least for my, for me, delayed gratification has just become a norm for me mm-hmm. on the 
on like the career things, the business ventures, the, you know, relationship with my wife or we're continuing to grow and get better. Like that's just taking time to build that. It's like, I don't expect things right away. I'm like, Oh, it's going to take some time. I am, you know, it'll be, it'll get, we'll get there eventually. Like, you know, and it's kind of weird though. It's like, I, I, I have that, like, that want and that like drive that make it happen faster, mm-hmm. but also like understanding that like I'm gonna be okay even if it takes longer. Dude, that's so insightful. I mean, I, I've heard it from you talking off off the air. I mean, you're experiencing it with your your job where you're putting in that upfront work with your uh, potential clients, and you know that you're probably not gonna close on a deal on that first call. And it takes, you know, however long and just hearing, you know, your process of working with these clients over X period of time and the reward once you are able to, you know, make a deal happen like that. That's awesome. So I I think you totally are, you know, a prime example of the power of delayed gratification and knowing that there are certain things that take time. And as cliche as this is going to sound like great things take time. They don't happen overnight. And unfortunately, social media promotes, you know, those instant Quick wins. Quick fixes, right? Yeah. Like, you know, no one should... Like, Go ahead. It's all that crap. Man. Yeah. I think it's... <clears throat> I think, but I think we... I think it's, like, so important to celebrate the little wins. And for me, that's how I... I think that's how I've dealt with delayed gratification but i think about my and that i know we're, we're getting a little long on time but if i think about this like in a psychology manner think about this the way i've dealt with things having to take long right and, and things just not happening quickly mm-hmm. is i've celebrated like all the other little things like overly celebrated yep so i get i like i walk into the office the other day and i saw like a little baby mouse that i've been trying to catch for ava yeah. and it's like my week's made like that, that thing, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think the things oh, are like, rat, by the way. I've seen a photo it, of it. It was a mouse. It was a mouse. But I'm saying, like, <clears throat> for me, that gets me really excited. Yeah. So I'm able to, like, wait longer for the bigger things because yeah. I'm filling that bucket. Yeah. That, right. There's there's a psychologist. There's, there's a little um, brain twist for you. I just diagnosed myself. You're welcome. Uh, I'm processing all that. So basically, Cole likes to catch mice. That's what I'm hearing. I was tying some. I was tying some Zen message into that. I know you're like, dang it, Hayden tried to make Dude, a I, joke I out of it. My yin and yang, and you're just like, you're an idiot. Dude, that's <laughs> that goes back to how we process things different. Come on, man. Come on. Well, I think you're right. I think we've uh, talked about probably the most that we've ever talked about on one given episode, but I thought a lot of it was pretty darn deep. Um, We talked about things ranging from psychology, business, as we typically dive into um, just our different thought processes on things, um, a little bit of relationships. We We were all over the place, man. I thought this was the most fun episode that I've probably had with you in my personal opinion, just because we were able to just talk openly and have a conversation. I, I've, I've enjoyed them all, but well, sorry, sorry I haven't lived up to your standard. <laughs> no, they're all, I know I always backtrack on this. They're all, they're all awesome I'm, and unique I'm in a different this, way. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. This See, now fun. he's getting me back folks. <laughs> he challenged me when you, uh, 
when you were like, oh, you're tired and just not like Rose calling me out. So I didn't yeah. mean to call you out like that. You did. Oh, you did. You did it on purpose. No, I didn't. Cole He's is like, crushing it. He's a living example oh, actually, of grind and hustle. Like, it's like the eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, the eye of the tiger. That's what you said the football game. So, yeah. That's what I started hearing in the background when you said that. Okay. Like, it's game time. Heck yeah. Love it. All righty. Well, uh, thank you all for tuning on into episode number 40. It's hard to believe, but we've almost put out 50 episodes. We're well on our way. The best is yet to be here at Unscripted Exchanges. A lot of good stuff in the works. Exciting guest as we continue to promote um, a wide variety of topics. We do have some merch coming out here shortly as well. We've gotten a lot of good feedback from our current prototype or design. Um, I know some folks definitely want to get their hands on one of those. So more to come here in the coming week or weeks. Uh, thanks again, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. See ya. What up? Hold on. I'm not rushing.